Before we get into this episode, I want to let you know that tickets to The One, which is our two-day in-person leadership experience, are now available at early bird pricing. So if you're in Australia or New Zealand, then you're absolutely going to want to check this out. The One is designed to expand leadership capacity with big shifts reported from participants in confidence, communication, directiveness, solutions thinking, decision making and even conflict resolution. You can check out the case studies over on the website of people who have already done this event and the results they experienced across multiple areas of their lives months later. It has just been such a catalyst for change. That's been more impactful and I've had more revelations and light bulb moments go off than anything that I've ever looked at. I feel like my perspective has completely shifted. It's just, it's been life changing for me. Do yourself a favour and get this locked in for yourself before prices go up. Grab your tickets to one of the events in either Australia or New Zealand over at theoneliveevent.com. It's also linked below. If you are in a conversation with someone and they're asking you of something and you're kind of getting this heavy feeling or this sort of like, oh, almost like a burdened feeling, that is your body communicating to you that whatever they're asking of you is not something that you're wanting to do, that this is possibly a no for you. I'm Kate Ruby Aroha, the founder of She Leads Live, Australia and New Zealand's largest women's leadership and empowerment event. With 17 years experience as a senior trainer, I've led government contracts that create national change and have spent over a decade facilitating advanced leadership experiences throughout New Zealand, Australia and Southeast Asia. One of the things I've learned is that the stuff we tell ourselves in our head doesn't reflect our true capacity. And as women, we can be pretty good at minimizing our power. The reason I do this work is because I see so many incredible women with massive potential buying into the things that hold them back, and I want to change that. My intention is that these episodes remind you that the self-doubt and the fears that you've been having about your next level are all totally normal. And my hope is that these conversations light a fire in your belly to go after your big dreams. Are you ready? Let's get into it. So how do you know when you need to put down a boundary with someone? How do you know when you're talking with someone and they've asked you for something and you feel torn in your answer? You're not sure whether to say yes or you to say no or whether it's someone's maybe asking you for a discount on your services and like you're like, oh, shall I do it or shall I not? Or you guys have got an agreement together and they are asking you to go outside of that agreement and they're saying, oh, can you meet with me at this time, like at six o'clock at night? And you're like, oh, that's my personal time. And you're thinking, shall I say yes or shall I say no? Or whatever it is. And someone's asking you of something you're, or you're in some kind of a um, situation with another person. And essentially, you've got a decision to make and you're kind of feeling stuck. You're sort of circulating around, shall I do this or shall I do that? this feels gross, but like, I don't want to upset someone. And like, it can just like, oh, I feel tangled. And I just feel sort of pulled around by this whole conversation. So here's the number one thing that I've learned to do that never fails me. It is the complete foolproof system 
of knowing exactly what to choose in every single moment. And this is also what I help my clients to do. So when I'm working with someone, I'll get so many messages. When I'm working with someone high level one-on-one and they've got the access to messaging me, I'll get messages about, oh, I've got this situation coming up. Shall I do this or this? Like, I don't know what to do. And this is always the thing I tell them. Now, here it is. Drum roll, please. Your body knows. Yep. Our body is like this big signaling system. It's like a big GPS and it always knows what we're supposed to do. Well, you know, let me change that. It always knows what's okay with us and what's not okay with us. And because it's such a personal thing, and because our boundaries change from time to time and from situation to situation and from person to person and from how we're feeling and how we're not feeling like our boundaries or other, and they should be, they should be fluid. They should be really healthy boundaries, are boundary kind of fence lines that can move in and out depending on the situation, depending on the person, depending on how we're feeling, depending on what's okay with us, depending on also at what time in our life it is, because as we're growing, our boundaries also change as we grow. So really the only answer to what should I do is to pay attention to what our body is actually communicating. Because here's the thing that I know, there's actually no right answer or wrong answer. But there is the answer that our body is communicating to us. So often when I've got a client who reaches out to me and says, oh my God, I've got this come up. I don't know what to do. Um, My clients now know they pretty much the answer to expect, although they still will reach out and message that. It's, look, there is no right or wrong answer. What's your body telling you? What's your system saying? When you think of one of those options, How do you feel about that? Like, does it, if you go in your mind down the path of that first option, do you get like an icky, heavy feeling around that? Kind of like a contracted feeling. Like a heavy feeling is a a really cool indicator that it's something that's not okay with you. It's not something that you want. Versus if you cast your mind and feel into the second option and you sort of imagine yourself going beyond the first bit, because sometimes when we choose the option that actually our body is indicating, we might initially have to have a hard conversation. So that hard conversation can feel scary. But if we sort of feel into what would life be like beyond that hard conversation, and does that feel heavy or light? And often it feels like if it's the right, if it's the choice that we've been called to, then it feels light after we've had that conversation. So that's how I choose. And it always serves me. So if I'm choosing something based on a fear in my head of I don't want to upset someone or I've always done it this way or I don't want to rock the boat or I don't want to look wrong or blah 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 blah. All of that shit is going to send you in a place that just um, creates more mess, it creates more heaviness, it creates more congestion, it creates more mental space. And you know what happens over time is when we don't pay attention and we step over ourselves, essentially. I was going to say we step over boundaries, but when we are stepping over our own boundary, we are stepping over ourselves. Then that stuff has a real impact over time. Now, so pay attention. If you're in a conversation with someone and they're asking you of something, and you're kind of getting this heavy feeling or this sort of like, oh, almost like a burdened feeling, That is your body communicating to you that 
whatever they're asking of you is not something that you're wanting to do. That this is possibly a no for you. When you get that that question and you get the sort of this this first like excitement, like a and it's often the first thing, and sometimes that excitement, here's what I found like when we have opportunities that come up. The first few seconds is our indicator. Right? So I'll give you an example. Thinking about she live event. When it first popped into my mind, I got this excited feeling. <gasps> you know, so that was my nudge. That's the one to pay attention to. That's the intuition, so to speak, speaking. But over time, as I committed to it and I started thinking about it, it started to get scary, right? Because it's like, oh my God, that's like the, the next level of the comfort zone showing up. So, you know, pay attention to how you first of all feel when someone reaches out to you. Like, for example, um, just recently, someone reached out and said, hey, Kate, you know, this is a um, Facebook messenger. Hey, Kate, can I get on, for, on um, a call with you for just 20 minutes? Now, if any of you know me, you'll know that just 20 minutes I value time highly. Just 20 minutes for me is not just 20 minutes. Now, in that initial, oh my God, I just got a yuck feeling. Like, oh, like immediately. Now, I've got no problems with saying no, so it's not like that carried on. You know, my team messaged and said, um, no, Kate's not available for this. But you know what I mean? It's like that, just like that, oh. It wasn't like a, oh, yes, I'd love to get on with you for 20 minutes. Now, Here's the thing. I'm, actually, I'm going to tell you this about this now. I was going to save it for the end, but I'll tell you right now. Before I take you back to the episode, I want to remind you to come on over and connect with me on my new Instagram, at KateRubyAroha. While you're there, feel free to flick me a DM, say hi, and let me know what you're getting out of these episodes. I'll chat with you over there. Back to the boundaries. Really just, this is a message to pay attention to how your system feels because our systems know when we're in communication with someone, when we are being requested of something, when we have uh, someone communicating to us about something and we've got choices and decisions to make and we've got a response. If we're feeling icky and heavy and yuck and that's the initial first feeling, like the initial first feeling, then that's actually something to pay attention to. And the, re- and the reason why we often lose that ability to trust ourselves and to dial into the signals of our body is a number of reasons. For many of us, and me included, which is why I am ridiculously passionate about women understanding their own inner signals and having strong boundaries, which is the basis of, of inner leadership. Why I'm so passionate about this is because, you know, as a kid, I, like many people, had my, my boundaries bulldozed. We were in a pretty unhealthy sort of environment, lots of active alcoholism and stuff going on. And one of the natures of growing up in a family with an active addiction from one of the primary caregivers, which was my dad at the time, we've also got a great relationship now, so that's awesome. But you know, the, the reality was growing up, my boundaries were constantly bulldozed. So I developed as a little girl of not having, not being allowed to have boundaries. It wasn't safe to say no. My boundaries were constantly bulldozed mentally and emotionally and physically. And, um, and, and then, you know, I even had the experience of sexual abuse when I was six. So my, my sexual boundaries as a six-year-old from someone outside the family were also um, bulldozed. And so, you know, I grew up and in my teenage years and in my early 20s, right through to 
actually, I'm going to say, you know, it's been, it's been a long recovery process to develop strong inner boundaries, to know what I'm okay with and what I'm not okay with, to actually listen to my body and hear those signals and not be so tangled with fear and upset in my head that I don't pay, that I don't, that I can't hear what my body's saying. That's been a journey. And um, the more I've been able to hear that and the more I've been able to develop my ability to trust myself, um, it's had huge ripple effects in all areas of my life. In my relationships, oh my Lord. In my marriage, oh my Lord. In my um, relationships with clients, like holy crap. The reason why, well, one of the reasons why I think I'm such a great coach and trainer is that I have such clear boundaries. And this is what people say to me is that when they work with me in the capacity of a group training program or anything like that, my boundaries are so clear that they get the experience of being safe with having clarity and boundaries. That it's a really safe thing to communicate no. It's a really safe thing to have clear expectations set up front. That it's safe to know what your needs are and to communicate them. So like I'm just, it's such a great conversation. But anyway, I digress. Back to the main point. And just a quick summary. If this rings true for you and you know that it's time to really trust yourself more and start paying attention to what your body's telling you and to start saying no where your body's actually telling you to say no. Start listening to your body in terms of what's okay for you and what's not okay for you and what you're a yes for now, and where your standards get to be, and all of that good stuff. And that even comes down to pricing, right? You're in business, and you're thinking like, oh, how do I price my services? Your body actually knows. When you underprice a service, you can feel it in your body. Your body says, oh, God, I don't even want to do this. When you price it well, and it's a great reflection of the amount of energy that you put into it, then your body feels good, like you want to shop and do that service. So um, in every respect, I just don't think that there's a single right way to do things or a single right answer, but this tuning in and listening and paying attention to ourselves and trusting that. And then even when it's hard or challenging to speak up and say no and raise our prices. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the podcast. This is a reminder that if you're in Australia or New Zealand and you haven't yet got your tickets to the one, then go to the website now, find the location closest to you and get it sorted. Early bird tickets will be ending soon. Man, massive breakthroughs, like unbelievable. Having the balls to actually be myself and not run away from challenges that I've probably run away from in the past and take them head on. It's taken me to another place. I'm just not the same person that I was when I walked in. If you get an opportunity to experience this event, do it for you and everyone around you.